guess it's my turn. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. Welcome to Between the Sheets here on United Broadcasting Network. We have a lovely bunch of ladies. Sexy. We're all freaking sexy tonight and beautiful. More on the inside than the outside. But, hey, when you equal match, hey, you got to go with it. 323-524-2599. Um, we want to hear your calls today. And if you're a crank caller, and please, I don't want to encourage you, but you will get a lot of heavy breathing from me this evening. 323-524-2599. Um, you can you know, watch it live stream as you're doing on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook, BetweenTheSheetsPodcast.com. Uh, follow me on Instagram, QTE Brat. Yes, I am. And we have lovely women in the house. We have Kurt doing the boards today. Yay! Yay. We have Delisha Naimi in the house. Hello. We have... Mara Shane. Hi. Cara Noble. Hello. Kimberly Sanchez. Hello there. <laughs> and we have beautiful guests. We have someone who you probably saw me hanging out with yesterday on her podcast, All Things Therapy, on LA Talk Radio, correct? That is correct. She is an author. She is a therapist. She is a powerhouse, little dynamic powerhouse like we all are. And it's all the way from NOLA, and that's New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's Lisa Tahir. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me on the show, everyone. Hi. Nice yeah. to have you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. It's a whole different vibe. It's awesome. So, um, And then also we have a woman that I met not too long ago. She, um, first of all, is an inspiration of what she does. She opens up her home as often as she can and actually... Um, invites all of us and the community. She does house parties. Uh, tomorrow she'll be doing Sophie B. Hawkins, which will be awesome. Ooh, right. It's Windsor Damn. Plaza Presents. You know, can you follow them on Facebook. Thank you. You're welcome. And we'll talk about 100 that, but it's Eve Reynolds in the house tonight. Thank you, everybody. Yay. Hi, Eve. Hey, Eve, just step up a little closer to the mic. Indeed. Because you've got that low, sexy voice. Yes. I'll just pull it right in. Why don't Thank you? you. <laughs> You're going to pull it right in. And that she did. Exactly. That's what she said. So um, this week was an interesting week for me. I'm actually going to, like... Where am I going next week? Where am I going? Oh, you said like Nashville. 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 I'm Nashville. going to Nashville yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. This just happened. Um, it's just been one of those crazy weeks. We're in Mer Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. So no one should talk to anyone anymore <laughs> after this podcast because it's going to go haywire. Uh -oh. Lisa will talk about the new moon coming up. Is it the new moon thing? The new moon on Sunday. The new yes. moon on, new moon on Sunday. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> Do you remember that song? Yeah. I do, okay. of course. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and there's the leash going, no, never heard of it. No, I never heard of it. But um, in any event, I just want to say thank you all for listening. It's always amazing that you listen. Thank you for you know just spreading the word, um, having people tune in. Uh, we're all really grateful. Um, so thank you. And so we're going to start with the topic. Just really cold off the bat. I know you all have been looking forward to it. We're going to either debunk it or not debunk it because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't believe in it. Someone called bullshit on it a couple of shows ago. That's John Lee out in Florida. So <laughs> maybe you should call in. Um, mm -hmm. But I know that Mara has done a lot of work and on Law of Attraction. I know Lisa has as well. Um, it's all about manifesting. Um, it truly is manifesting. We touched upon the topic briefly and on Lisa's show yesterday, All Things Therapy. But... What do you guys do think? I mean, I, I can sit here and go through the clinical or whatever the proper definition of what the law of attraction is. But what do you guys believe the law of attraction is? Mara? Uh, <laughs> I was trying to let someone else go first. But um, 
for me, the law of attraction in a word is is hope. I mean, it's given me hope. It's taken me out of just a shitsville, excuse my French, but um, it. I've done many different programs, um, and with every program I've done, like I was in Al-Anon for a while, I was in Codependence Anonymous, like the 12-step groups, but then I went ahead and tried uh, law of attraction probably like 10 years ago, and you know, there's a saying, it's like, take what you like, leave the rest. That's mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to blindly just yeah. follow anything. Um, but this law of attraction is all about aligning with your truest self and get, bringing yourself on a vibration that will bring like vibration to you. And, um, you know, for a a long time, there was a, spirit, a period of time that I stopped doing it because I was discouraged with something. It's a long story. But I went back to it, and it's done wonders for my life. But it is. I mean, as we were saying, and I don't know, maybe I was having a conversation on a sideboard, but a lot of people think about the law of attraction is, I want a Mercedes-Benz, poof, it comes. <laughs> the fucking vision boards. I have seen so many damn vision boards sure. with so much bullshit on it. <laughs> you know, Mercedes, Rolls Royces, that big house. And I'm not making fun of it. I mean, no, you can't yeah. aspire to get that. It's kind of shallow to me. And I don't think the law of attraction was set up for such shallowness and superficiality. No. Correct, Lisa? Because well, yeah, you've studied I'd like to it go as back well. to what Mara was just Absolutely. saying. Because I think it's interesting the way that you were describing coming back to the law of attraction yeah. and, and noticing changes. Uh-huh. Because the law of attraction is a law that governs the universe, Correct. much like gravity. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? It, it's not selective. Like, the law of attraction is always happening. It's always present in our lives. Yes. It's whether or not, like I noticed you said, that we're tuned in mm-hmm. to it or not. Mm-hmm. And it's different than positive thinking, which is what I like to share with clients. Because positive thinking is trying to approach something from kind of outside of yourself versus empowerment, empowering from within. I empowerment is like sourcing from within out into the world. And that's Mm -hmm. what the law of attraction really is, is aligning our emotions with a better reaching feeling and a better reaching feeling being authentic. It's not trying to make yourself feel good when you feel like shit, you Mm -hmm. know, grieve, cry your tears be angry, and then reach for a bit better feeling thought. And progressively, yeah. you, know, you attract that better emotion and whatever you want. You know, the house, the car, the lover, whatever is okay. But it's about, like, really being in alignment authentically. But you have to be because we talked about being in alignment yesterday. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, the law of attraction is emotion. It is authenticity. Yeah. It is based it's in here. It's a vibration. It's a vibration. Emotion, it's energy. Vibration it's being present. Emotion. And you really need to go through those stages to actually evolve and to be present. And it's very difficult. I mean, I know we all strive to be present, but it is very difficult to get to that focal point to really reach within and sort of unembark yourself of all these this baggage just to move forward. It is that thinking. It is that third eye. It is it is all the chakras and not the eighth one that you've made up, Mara. <laughs> I, <laughs> Don't tell I, I will that. never, ever live that No, down, I will tell ever. you later. This, by the way, the eighth chakra, according to Mara. But, but it is, it really is, and it's not spiritual mumbo-jumbo because, I like I said, I'm reading a book right now called Buddha's Brain, and it is... It is about how sort of you can, you know, it's within you to heal yourself, to be aligned, to be grounded. It seriously is. I mean, we tend to look to external circumstances and external um, modules to sort of fulfill our needs, other people, other 
movies, whatever entertainment is, but it really is within. And I mean, the secret, I mean, the secret is just sort of a, another extension of the law of attraction, right, but yeah. the law of attraction was way before the secret. The Secret yeah. just well, put Rhonda it all Burns. together into one book, right. and she just compiled a bunch of different people who already knew that the Law of Attraction yeah. was out there. I and mean. also, the Law of Attraction is based on the Nishrin Buddhist practice, the one that Tina Turner does, the Nam Yoho Renge Kyo. That is another form of the Law of Attraction except it's in Buddhist, but it's not considered like a real Buddhism. It's kind of like the Hollywood Buddhism, <laughs> right. they call it, you know what I mean? But it really is about being center. Yeah. And fear is what keeps, as we discussed we yesterday. We talked about that yesterday. And I'm, I know we're repeating about, well, we some stuff. Well, we talked also about living from, uh, <coughs> sourcing from love versus sourcing from fear. Mm. And even more, I don't know what happened with the eighth chakra conversation. But we, actually, <laughs> we have many chakras. There's like hundreds Isn't of them. Isn't it clitoris? There's only the seven. Is one of them? Is that? For real. Where is this Well, if I'm we have so many for, chakras, yeah. there's just seven main ones at Main ones. And then spawn off. I don't know that this one was one. Okay. I want to listen to that show. There is no Testicle chakra. <laughs> Whatever. I might have Maybe a chakra. <laughs> I have an interesting brain, so I hear an And it's a beautiful brain that I love and adore. A beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. But I mean, let's get to your book. Let me hold up yeah. your book for Thank a minute. Thank you. Um, Lisa just published a book. It's available on her Amazon website. Amazon and Amazon.com under Lisa Tahir, my name. And, and there's a my special website. going on right now. Yeah, it's only $16 on presale. And, and through my website, NOLA Therapy, N-O-L-A Therapy.com. And it's called The Chiron Effect, Healing mm. Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness by mm. Lisa Tahir. L, what the hell does LCSW mean? I'm a licensed clinical social worker oh, in California mm. and Louisiana. Mm. Mm. You didn't bring any food. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, let's start with... How did you, obviously this is part of your practice, yeah. you sort of pulled it all together. Yeah. How did you sort of come up with the idea for the book? Why did you think the book at this point needed to be written? And then just tell us a little bit about it. What sure. is, could, tell me what the word means. I would say Chiron. I will, I will tell you. I the, thought it was Chiron. It, it is, is Chiron. It's Chiron. Oh, okay. But for the English, they Ooh. never pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of Frenchy. Put the booty in the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the book, it came to me because as a therapist and being in therapy for over 20 years, I got frustrated with um, the longevity of the process of crying the same tears about kind of the same things and wondering what is beyond this. Like there has to be something besides rehashing painful and traumatic memories and that repetition compulsion that Freud talks about and object relationists and many different uh, paradigms speak about in psychology. And when I was meditating, it literally came to me the word Chiron. And I didn't know what it was. And I started Googling. And Chiron is the wounded healer archetype that Carl Jung talks about. And then I discovered it's also an astrological placement, mm -hmm. like our rising sign, our sun, mm -hmm. our moon, where our Venus is. Chiron is a minor planet. Right. Because when you do, when you actually do your astrological charts. It's there. No it's one talks there. about it. They talk about like trines, chirons, and most people have no idea. It's usually everyone wants to know what each planet is and what part they are. But the astrological sign the astrological chart is really, if you have it done properly, has a lot of information in it that isn't that is a little bit more deeper. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So there, Chiron. Mm. There are twelve 
core wounds that I've identified, Chiron and Aries, all the way through Chiron and Pisces. And you go to my interactive website, find where your Chiron is. And then my book talks to you about Chiron, the wounded healer. And this is the source of our repetitive traumas, issues, be it self-esteem or neglect or whatever place abandonment. Right, <laughs> abandonment. So wait, so Lisa, does does it work like each astrological sign has one? Yeah, like you have a Chiron in a certain be it oh, okay. in in okay. Aries, Taurus, Gemini. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Pisces, it doesn't necessarily no, mean no, that your Chiron is in exactly. Pisces. It all depends, as you know, on astrological charts. It's the place you it's were a sign born. Sign in house. Yeah, exactly. It's the place you were oh, born with the time, time that you were born. Yeah. Okay. So because I'm a Virgo, my Virgo is not automatically in my Chiron. No, no, no. Okay. Got but then you're gotcha. a Virgo, and other people are Virgo. So really, you know, what makes the personality, which was makes it different is the true personality of an astrological chart is where the time is because your planets are going to be. That's why I don't know what you're rising. Like I'm Capricorn, I'm Leo rising, moon in Gemini, and then I just forget the rest because mm-hmm. it's just way too long. So, And that's what makes each personality different. So not all Virgos okay. are alike. Got it. Hmm. And so I leverage as a psychotherapist the insights of our core wounding and healing them through affirmations and mantras that I offer and different examples and just kind of tying it in to our research, this book for three years mm. continually. Do and you I have f- great endorsements and just to really put everything I know into this. Do you think that if, Thank you. if we're drawn to certain mantras, like I like the new age music and I really love like Jai Jagadesh. Okay. She's amazing. And they, and she sings like mantras, mantras, mm-hmm. mantras. And I'm really drawn to her music. Do you think if people are drawn to specific mantras that that has any like deep meaning? I think certainly that you're drawn to that to heal a part of yourself or just get vibrate, you know, like a higher residence, like somehow you're drawn and I sense that's healing Correct. for you for and sure. encouraging, that it feels good. For so sure. To keep doing more of that. Well, more it's just like music. Good. I mean, everything, we're all energy and everything in this yeah. universe is mm-hmm. vibrational and a frequency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, music, yes. for me, it's music. Mm-hmm. I listen to all types of music. Music changes my mood, can make me happy. And it's not about what they're singing, what they're singing about. It's that tonal beat that mm-hmm. resonates with me. So mm-hmm. it, it's actually, we're. Bo- I'm, I'm on that same vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, on my Abraham yes, um, Abraham Hicks, oh, which yes, is yes. Uh, love, one of the main teachers yes, yes. of um, of the law of attraction, um, Esther Hicks, when Abraham channels through, uh, talks about radios and music and how when we tune into one station, we can't hear all the other stations that are going around. So it's about matching the frequency where it's about getting your uh, vibration synced up with the with the good feelings or. I don't know if I'm making any sense. It does, but, but, yeah. like, but it even is like, you know, aligning. Has, aligning. aligning. It's about, a, yeah. it's really all about aligning. Everything's about aligning. Yeah. It's a, we are in this whole planet. We're just all moving energy. It's yeah. really about alignment. Like some people like white noise to sleep. Mm. Some people like the that fan thing. They hear mm. fans. Some people like, you know, raindrops, although it makes me pee, so I can't listen to that. <laughs> some people like dead silence. You know, like some of it, I mean, but then you've got now that whole other thing that's binaural beats. So it's yeah. other things. And, you know, what resonates will me, with me won't resonate with you because we're on different frequencies. Yeah. When I hear certain chords, like beautiful music in any sort, but when that, there is a beautiful progression of chords, I could literally have an orgasm. Mm. Sometimes. Hmm. Damn, I wish it was that right. easy. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the wrong music, right? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music are you <laughs> listening to, girl? Because bring it. I love what she has. Uh, right? <laughs> I feel that way when I'm listening to Dr. Dre and Snoop. 
sometimes do. Do you really? Yeah, I you're going to have an, I have an orgasm? orgasm right there. Wow. <laughs> Seriously? We find out about wow. each other on this show. I know. Right? Holy moly. I'm oh, no. so, I'm joking. I just I mean, love the beat. Okay. I mean, um, I love, I mean, not all the time. And it depends on who I'm with, too. Because, it, again, it's music for me is my mood. Like, I, like, like the orgasming thing, depending. I mean, sometimes I love those tribal beats. That sort of, dum, dum, yeah. dum, dum. sort of, yeah, that sort of. And then sometimes, depending on the person and the feeling, mm -hmm. it could be that sort of really chill electronica that's more sensual. And it really is, again, about being present, focusing in on what you are in the present and tapping in to a vibration or a frequency that you can join with and your partner join with and then you know magic magic happens. have you guys ever done a sound healing <laughs> sound bath yeah, yeah they're yeah. so amazing one. i'm going on sunday to a sound bath uh, a bath oh, a so bath assigned, assigned bath <laughs> <laughs> so lisa what else i mean like we talk about astrology okay the empathy the self-forgiveness what do you think with people because we're all damaged uh, in some degree we're all damaged i call mm -hmm. us functionally dysfunctional um, we're all just trying to get through life. And as we talked about, you know, it's being an awareness to tap into that and be present so you can address the issue and move forward and open and expand, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through whatever modality that suits you. So what do you think are the core things that people really have issues with in your practice and in your book? What what are the keys that are the trigger points of people? Well, the first thing I'm thinking, Gayan, is that our language is so powerful and important. And even hearing you say, because I used to identify so much with my woundedness that for me, it held me back mm -hmm. from my happiness. And so I've started to become more conscious about what I'm saying to myself and mm -hmm. between my own two ears and out loud. And so first, I think that certainly we all have core wounds. And my book articulates 12 of them. And once you know what that main one is, you can put all your energy into give, give shifting. Us, give me an example, because I'm going to put you on the spot. What's sure. your core my wound core and wound, how do you deal with it? My Chiron is in the sign of Aries, and it's a core wound in my sense of value and worth. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've spent a lot of my life achievement focused, you know, getting a U.S. patent, starting different uh, a nonprofit, achieving things, but still not feeling mm -hmm. like I'm good enough. And so it's really not about the outward achievement. It's about the inner approval mm. that I've begun to learn to give myself, mm -hmm. regardless if I ever create another damn thing or not. Right. It's not about that. And for somebody with the abandonment wound, which is another one. Bingo. It, okay. <laughs> it would be about really giving yourself, um, not ever abandoning your own self, really deeply mm. rooting into your sense of safety emotionally physically having friends and isn't that what they say that sort of thing that says um make sure the glass is full before you give to someone else because sure, if ideally, your glass is empty right so it's kind of that acknowledgement of making sure your that love tank is give full. from the overflow give from the yeah. overflow exactly and you know we're all living lives and in la i notice it's different than new orleans the energy here yeah, is higher that. it's <laughs> busier the traffic so i feel like my love tank goes low a little faster here than in new orleans because what, you know Cam is easier is it easy. like more is it like Hawaii oh it's laid back it's called the big easy yeah it's called the big easy yeah it's easy it's it's just Chill. so I notice that here I have to really maintain mm -hmm. my vibration like by being taking more time to myself to balance the intense amazing creative powerful energy in Los Angeles so I think for all of us it can be through food 
Um, I don't know if I'm diverting from no, the question. No, I love it. Go ahead. But just really as much as we can to know. Because if you were, Mara would say she's bored, and then we'd have to move on. Why <laughs> 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 shoot you look like? <laughs> <laughs> just so our co- knowing our core wounding, and then for me, it's been exciting to like let's tell a new story about. It. Let me tell a new story about myself yeah. of who I am today, mm-hmm. and what I what how I can empower mm-hmm. myself. I actually finished a class today. I'm launching on Udemy.com. And it's oh. 20 spiritual hacks, techniques mm. at that for our empowerment. Nice. And so nice. I did all these videos yeah. over the last few months and I put it together with narrative and like Abraham Hicks and books and authors and teachers nice. that I've used to help myself heal. Mm-hmm. And finally, for the first time, I think really be happy because I lived with a lot of abuse and trauma growing up mm-hmm. and having to you know navigate that while and just telling a new story about it. So my book was definitely fueled from Let's Move Beyond. The wounds and the trauma. So what other chirons? Because you said, what other are they? Let's go through uh, them. Some, okay. some of them. Chi- well, Chiron and Aries, like I said, yes. is a core wounding in your value and sense of worth. Chiron and Taurus is core wounding by neglect. Chiron and Gemini. Self-neglect. Or no, neglect. It can be abuse, sexual abuse, trauma. I and I go into all the details of that in the book. Chiron in Gemini is core wounding and empathetic attunement mm. that you might not have been attuned to as a child, mm. and therefore you misattune to yourself mm. and others. And so there's all every wounding has a positive. I and want ask, you to I go like down because mm. I'm trying to find out which one Maya is. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do my. <laughs> this is like a game now, you right, know. Right, you can go to my interactive website. Well, and pull I can't it up. do it now. Right, right. <laughs> so wait, are you saying that we don't get to choose? Like they're saying abandonment. We no, don't get to choose no. which one it is. Because we've all experienced all of the twelve okay. in our lives. But this, mm-hmm. you go to nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron, mm-hmm. enter your birth info, and it will give you the sign and house placement of your Chiron specifically. Ooh, cool. So there's one kind of mother. That you know, certainly we've all been abandoned, we've all been neglected, but there's one main one that we kind of like. It's like our the really difficult one. So, are you you saying that? Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, do you think that that's um, where our problems come from? I do. I think that's yeah. I do. They keep repeating. So, wait, I'm confused. Are you trying to say that like we're predetermined to have this issue because I was born on a certain day? I don't know if I believe that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good question because I think (laughs) that free will, you know, overrides everything. So my book gives a framework. It's just a new paradigm that I'm offering, like object relationships. Right. It's just. I mean, it's it's a way to help you. So this is like a self healing, self empowerment book. You can read it, take what works, leave what doesn't. No, but it sounds like you're saying like you're born with a specific thing, whether you like it or not. Let's just say abandonment. And whether you were abandoned or not, are you going to feel abandoned just because you're born with this I Chiron? I think you have to read and see, actually. Because, I mean, it's like 230 pages of lots of other stuff. So I think I would offer you, Delisha, to read it, see what, fit, you, know, what you think. Because it's hard to just... Say well, in a yeah, few I mean, moments. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, but all these self-help books, I mean, and God knows we've read them. Yeah. I've read them at least. You know, you resonate with some things and you resonate with another. I don't think these are books, any any book is to sort of brainwash or tell you this is how you live your life. No, I'm not saying brainwash. No, I'm not I'm talking just about confused. you. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, she's just giving us just like a little bit, but I think it's for us to really look into it. And, you know, some people think it's crap and some people won't and some people will benefit. And that's the beauty that you're able to sort of explore things and what resonates, you take it forward. Mm-hmm. And you actually, know, what Delisha's saying, though, yeah. didn't ask me, did you answer my you, question? You no, know, something just came to me about your question because <laughs> I, I haven't been asked it in that way. The biggest part of my book is empathy and self-forgiveness. So the core wound is truly secondary to the process I walk you through. Got it. And I 
find, especially as women, we have so many layers of judgments. Like since writing this book, every day, I have a laundry list. I forgive myself for blah, blah, blah. I forgive myself because I find like that's where we really start to deeply love ourselves. So the book is really a journey into self-love more than anything because you could have all the 12 wounds. You could have none. That doesn't matter, but we all could definitely forgive ourselves and have more empathy but you're right our own experience as people i think as people coming in and having our own journeys and our own paths you know we stumble and fall and there are things that influence us how we sort of develop you know yeah i mean a lot of people believe it or not don't have empathy they have no clue what empathy is which is our president but i mean you sit there and you look at people and and you know you go how could they not feel they say 10 percent of the population are psychopaths pretty much well, and then the rest and then high. and then yeah, the other tw- and then high. there's 20 percent that are sociopaths so oh, i mean wow. you do have this empathy deficient empathy disorders. deficient exactly so then but you know why i wonder why are we just born empathy deficient or is that something that we learn i can be in the brain I, no, I mean, but then again, you're right, because it's that thing, because there are some kids that from a very young age, like, kill cats. Right, but or, those you know, they, those are the kids that fires. usually grow set up fires. to be, like, serial killers, because yeah, yeah. I've studied that. Right, so. and, and would would you say that they're born with that, or in the Maybe. first six years, or in their womb, there was trauma? You know, from, I actually did my my, my thesis on this, my mm-hmm. graduate thesis on seri- the, the concept of evil mm-hmm. in murder, mm-hmm. and so I studied a bunch of serial killers and their lives, and how they grew up, and a lot of them I don't think were born that way a lot of them had severe severe traumatic abuse from their parents and a lot Mm. of them had like major issues that happened when they were young Mm. before they start they had an inclination to kill cats or whatnot to begin with but they didn't actually go out there and do it until the abuse happened so Mm. I think it's sort of a combination honestly probably so I mean so I think I mean and, and you're the therapist here I mean but like I think you know, just what you were saying is I've worked at a maximum security prison on death row and with Angola prison, mm-hmm. the minimum sentence, 20 years to life. Mm-hmm. And, and and every person I worked with, definitely the, the trauma was just beyond, mm-hmm. beyond what is, you know, typically experienced. And then that with a lack of supports and prolonged and I mean, you said it better than. Than huh. I wow! Well, thank you. I mean, I think I mean we all come from some form of trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just subjective. As I mean, obviously, there's some that is just horrific, mm-hmm. and then the rest of us go through life with like little traumas. But depending, it impacts us. It, it, trauma impacts, and I think you know. And usually, when you go through childhood and stuff, it's not until you're an adult that I think you can actually sit there and realize, or understand where that trauma was i mean for me i mean i don't have trauma i mean i've never well okay i have one but i mean but that was later in life but it really you know i sit there and go oh it didn't affect me i'm sure somewhere it freaking affected me well and can i just say like i think it is subjective and everybody's trauma like maybe i've had huge trauma that people are like oh my god but like to me, okay, my mother was murdered, but guess what? Yeah. Somebody who dies in a car accident, you still lose them suddenly. Exactly. So to me, it's the same trauma. Whether it was like a violent murder mm-hmm. or you lose somebody in a car accident, you, that person's still gone. But I think but so. I the trauma is still there. I don't know if there. it's about that. Tra- I don't know that. I don't know that our healing. I mean, yes, there can be one big trauma that happens in your life, right? That you're stuck with for a long time or several. But yeah. I feel like what what the the real healing is that. 
you know, you go through your whole life and like you hit 40 or 50 or 60 and you're like, shit, I have been doing this same thing over and over and yes. over. And, you know, we may lose weight or we may get some piece of our life together. We may stop drinking. We may whatever. But then this shit still keeps coming up the very same way. Yeah. And you're like, what is yes. wrong with me? And our tendency is to go, what is wrong with me? The self-judgment. But yes. And there's nothing wrong with us. There's right. something I want to stress about law of attraction that has, that's been freeing for me and pulled me out of the slumps. And that's that I was, I was constantly thinking negatively, like, um, because this is the key reason I kept paying attention to my reality. Mm. And, yeah. and like Abraham says, there's something just so, um, what did she say? So uh, fascinating with us humans, just constantly looking about our is. reality, looking mm -hmm. at what, yeah, what is, what is. is. Mm -hmm. So because I kept looking at what is, I didn't like what I saw. I didn't, I, where's where's my lover? Oh, did I just say lover? You did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Where, she yeah. will be penning a new lesbian novel at the end of the show. I like that word. <laughs> where's my, my lover? <laughs> where is my uh, sparkling <laughs> career? Where's the money? All that stuff. And then I just constantly kept looking at what, uh, yeah, I would be happy, but mostly looking at it, I was like, what's up? You know? And so. The biggest thing Law of Attraction has done for me is it has made me disregard reality. Yes. Yes. And I know that sounds maybe sounds kooky, but mm -hmm. what a relief to not have to feel that just because your life has been a certain way up until this point, that it's not doesn't outline what it's going to be from Correct. this point on. Mm -hmm. So I needed that hope. I needed that. I needed to, and when I was really working this uh, program and like constantly listening to it, reading the books, I listen every day. Mara, yeah, to Abraham. Hicks. Me too. Like, me yeah. too. <laughs> to I just get um, that in my consciousness. God, mm -hmm. it is such a relief yeah. to know that you are not bound by where you are right, right now, and that you can actually, if you line up with, if you spend more time fantasizing and daydreaming and getting and focusing on on things that possibilities that could because every everything is like a good you, you have a stick she talks about you've got a possibility on one end of the stick which is the negative you've got the positive on the other end of the stick they're equally uh going to happen so it's really about focusing on it's caring how you feel mm -hmm. and i had to get sick of feeling negative all the time mm -hmm. and and i really didn't know what else to do i've done therapy I've done Buddhism, I've done everything, and I just felt like this one is just so speaks to me because you can just disregard reality. And you should. Yeah. And, but don't disregard reality now in the present. We're watching Between the Sheets here on United <laughs> Broadcasting <laughs> Network. Please call in 323-524-2599, 323-524-2599, and join the conversation. We'd love to hear what you have to say. We're talking about the laws of attraction and everything else under the moon. So I, what do you do? Is yeah. there a mantra or something, Mara? A mantra? Mm -hmm. Well, what I do is listen to uh, Esther Hicks as she talks on YouTube. There's thousands, thousands of videos. So many. Yeah. I make myself listen to, or I get to listen to them, like, all the time, like, at least two a day. And what she says starts to sink in. And when you start to feel that you're, you want to you wanna feel good, you're sick of the negativity, you're sick of just having a frown and hating things, when you're desperate enough to want to feel good again, the mantra is just incorporating some of the things she says, and or Abraham says, and really, really just drilling it into your head, mm -hmm. just over and over again. It's true. Now, there's. I some mean, do you see these two 11s? 
Because I, I have think, them too. Yeah, because <laughs> I think too hard. So that's the negativity. And thank you, yeah, Dr. Rahimi, for Botox. Because yeah. he's yes. helping yes. me because I'm trying to not show people. But it is true. You have to, you know, we are the product of our own mind. Um, yes, there are external circumstances right. that can affect it, but you're right. It's nice. I mean, I'm a daydreamer. I love to daydream. Yeah, I, I love to so fantasize. It's, it's just takes me out of reality mm-hmm. and it's the possibility of what can be. That's so great. And I don't necessarily listen to, mm-hmm. you know, um, Abraham, Hits, Exeter, right. you know, the whole team, but I don't, but it's sort of like that's what keeps me going. And as we talked about even yesterday's podcast, you know, what what for me is like my, what's that word, um, coping mechanism. And it's humor, mm-hmm. you know. And, oh, yeah. But that's also part of it. It's being humorous. It's not taking myself seriously yes. in certain yes. ways. You know, it's that right. suspension of disbelief. It is, hi, I'm Peter Pan for the day, and, I, and I'm and i going to never, never, each day is never, never land. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a God save, because I'm a real creative, right brain type of person, and um, I'm really hard on myself when I have to go through the mundane uh, things every day, day after day after day after day, like a job that I'm just sort of eh about. Um, and there's plenty of... of ways to focus in of what how mad I am that I'm not doing my art for a living and I should be here I should be there all the critiquing all that that negative voice so when you listen when you tune in to Abraham Hicks or when you read the stuff or whatever um it's such a relief to just know that she wants you to have they want you to have fun fun mm-hmm. just fun life be light. should be fun mm-hmm. It's Eve, not about the, like Eve. Yeah. Like yes. Eve. Eve. Yes. Eve is fun. fun. You're please. fun, Eve. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But what I'm saying is, I mean, you create environments of fun. But I mean, you know, you are just such. I mean, the short time that I've known you, I mean, you are just such a loving, giving person. And oh, you, go on. Yeah. <laughs> and you do. You always are, have a smile on your face, and you just you just exude this. Really, I mean, you maybe you have a temper. Maybe you a little bit of a drama queen at points but I have never seen that it's just oh, that you're yeah. so you know but you're it's so like, level it's like serenity yeah wow. it's like really that's, calm hold on, that, you hold on, that's, to mount 83 that steps like up to your home pad. serenity yeah. <laughs> but but what do you I mean because you've been pretty quiet and I know you're a listener more than a talker I am I, am. I know so I'd like to hear like what what is your core belief what is your what gets you through the day what makes you smile I believe in energy I believe in love I have listened to Abraham a little bit here and there. I've gone on a cruise, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> um, perhaps yeah. Well, it's funny because um, I came on this show to talk about music. And, uh, sorry about that. I, uh, to talk about the concert series and all. And, and then yet, you wanted to leave. Yet the theme, <laughs> the theme is, you know, Law of Attraction, which is interesting because it's a, if it rings true, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. There's nothing about it that doesn't ring true for me. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Oh, it's about us getting clarity. It's about us wanting to feel good, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm, when you start to get quiet and you start to see what you're attracting in your life, that is a barometer. Mm-hmm. Because it is. The energy that you put out are the people that you attract. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question for you, everyone. So we have, we're in the space. We put out this energy. We do attract like people. Hence, every, every time I'm on here. 
it's this, it's all of us, and we attract the same type of people that are on our frequency and vibration. What about the people that aren't that are that we attract? Mm. Where do you think that? Where does that come from? If we're putting out all this positive fantasy yeah. energy, peace, love, and happiness. And then someone sneaks in. So where does yeah. where does that gives us, you know, whatever? Wait, where someone that, good sneaks in or someone bad? Someone sneaks in? no, no one's someone bad. No bad. one's bad. No, I someone mean, right or wrong. Someone undesirable. I said Undes- right, I mean. but that's yeah. not yeah. on the same. Not that's not in the same cer- the sort of side of vibrational energy. Yeah. So why are people like that? Do you think Lisa are brought into our lives? That's actually a positive for us because it's showing us contrast some of what we don't want so we can launch a new rocket of desire for what we do want and we can also when that happens in my life I see how I respond differently now than mm-hmm. I did even a year ago that I'm not <clears throat> sending the text I used to send I'm not <laughs> reacting Major I'm responding yeah. yeah and so I feel grateful for when those people and situations come my way now because I'm able to interact differently than I did even just a few months ago mm-hmm. and it's like oh like regardless of what they do it's really not about them mm-hmm. it's it's about us I think that's and like, key yeah. that is key because I have had <laughs> I had this one situation happen when I was in San Francisco. I was literally, I was doing Abraham, uh, reading all the time, and I was in the library, in the civic library or whatever. I was sitting there reading an Abraham book. This guy comes in, and he's looking at me with this, like, leering look. And I I didn't know what I did to attract that. And I was like, well, I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to keep reading. My eyes? Yeah. Is it my eyes? It's your I eyes. don't think so. <laughs> so I look over and there he is and he's got his dick out of his pants. No oh, way. And he's oh doing that. And no I'm like, way. I just was like, okay. And I shut he the He was book just massaging his ninth chakra. <laughs> <laughs> but but let me tell you though, because I was so because I was so literal about the law of attraction, I was racking my brains with what did I fucking just excuse my language, what did I do to bring oh, that situation sure. to yeah. me? So that brings up a good point, and one that is very, I, I have to take with a grain of salt some of the stuff in uh, Law of Attraction, like Kobe Bryant hitting the, with the helicopter, you know? What did, what, according to Abraham and Law of Attraction, every single thing that, we, that comes into our life is something that we have lined up with, or we have either focused too much on, or whatever. And I don't think that you can just explain things that easily. But do you think, I mean, we're not saying that the Law of Attraction is the only thing out there. I mean, do you think, do you believe in fate, that we have predetermined things? There are lots of schools of thought that wind in with that, yeah. So some things are predetermined. I mean, the universe, it's like, this is our journey. It's a predetermined fact. I'm not saying I believe in this, but, you know, there's some elements to it. It's like, or karma, karma that's being paid from another lifetime. Maybe. I mean, you know, because there there are some lovely people that have died some horrible deaths. And you sit there and you go, wow. They need to track that. Or you can think of, like, kids. Kids that haven't even had a life, and all of a sudden they've got like leukemia, and then they right. die. Like, what the right. hell did that kid do? That's, like, right. where is that coming? That's from? the one thing that just doesn't sit with me. With that, um, I don't think you can explain things away. That I think like <laughs> there are so many answers to our questions out there, and I think what resonates with me are certain things of a lot of different things. So I don't, I don't understand if I ever was in the hot seat with Abraham Hicks, I would try to ask. Uh, about that, why do bad things happen to good people? You know, like unspeakable things. Um, I don't understand it, and I just kind of tell myself, whatever. I'll never know. That's not for me to know. But the good part about it is that I, for once, feel like I have control over my thoughts. And when you're, when I'm not doing the law of attraction, my thoughts are everywhere because I'm being what she calls a sloppy thinker, mm-hmm. and I'm 
putting way too much focus on the neg- what I don't want in my life. Mm-hmm. Can so. I just back up and give you a different perspective sure. for a second? Um, so you guys all know that I went to do that trauma workshop in the East Coast. And one of the things that one of the leaders said to me is I, I said to her, like, I must have been like a serial killer in my past life or something. Like, what did I do to deserve all this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And she said to me, you know what? We're actually the lucky ones. And I started to think about it as a different perspective on how to look at my trauma is that I have this opportunity that a lot of people don't who haven't been through what I've been through where I can actually look deep into myself and I have an opportunity and I'm actually doing such deep work on myself Mm -hmm. that I would never ever do otherwise so Mm. I'm getting in touch with a piece of myself that a lot of people who don't have the trauma will never even understand right that's a good way to look at it absolutely and I think it's dangerous um, to put that out in a way because people will go what did I do to attract like that? I and we did that. absolutely exactly. nothing right. to, but to that's, maybe attract that. But that's that. the thing. I mean, we from where we stand, it usually is we sit there and go, what did I do? But, but mm-hmm. that's just blaming ourselves again. That's right. Exactly. It's, it's self-sabotage. It's like, what did I do? Oh, mea culpa, my fault. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we go through isn't about who we are. It's usually sometimes about the other person. And it's the way it's it, we... It's we don't understand their trauma. That's their reaction. Mm-hmm. We're, we're then we get put on. It's back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth, which is communication, which is really important. So it's really if someone is coming to you at a certain way that you're not familiar with, instead of being reactive, which is what we normally yeah. do, it's really to sit back and just allow them to have that space to speak. Allow them to share whatever their thing is that we have no clue about. And then just have love and compassion for them and listen. That's key. Lisa, what do you think about what when bad things happen? Like, you know, I I know that Esther Hicks talks about um, that we're we have this like if we could see visually from our vibration, that fume, this red, this red breath that would come out of us that we've been putting out Mm. like a fume. And it's when we start to clean up our vibration, when we start to take care of what we're focusing on and really want to change that, it's the fume is is from before, how we were before, still lingering about a little bit. So we're cleaning up the vibration. So all I can think of is when, when an annoying person comes, like when things happen that just don't fit my current vibration, is that it must have been from the long backstory that I keep telling myself, you know? And I think it's it, like how we're showing up for ourselves. Yes. And in my book, I also talk about in forgiving ourselves and being more empathetic and loving and really tapping into the universal love that is available. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, sometimes like when you turn on, Marianne Williamson says, mm-hmm. when you turn on a bathtub faucet mm-hmm. that's been not used for a while, that brown, brown water stuff. comes out yeah. at first. Yeah. So I think sometimes when we're cleaning up our thoughts and our mm-hmm. the ways we're viewing ourselves talking to ourselves there's still a little bit of that brown water left yeah yes. you know, so a person might come and something happens Someone and might flash it's kind of yeah. shitty right right or, <laughs> yeah, exactly you know but but like i think as we just continue down the path of loving ourselves yeah. more deeply those things are less frequent yes and then when they do happen it's less impactful to mm-hmm. us like we can really see oh that's not about me like okay but and we only as people on. we only give that area in our lives power we're the only ones that cannot give that power. Mm-hmm. But sometimes 
you know, we are in that victim mode. Let's face mm-hmm. it. We sure, go into sure. that we're victim humans. mode. We're human. Yeah, we're human. Oh, poor me. <laughs> you know, oh, this happened again. Oh, that cycle's repeating. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think we feel helpless when that happens. So right. we default to the old, the and old, it's okay to have mm-hmm. emotion and feelings. Yep. We're we're wired that way. So I think allow yourself to mm-hmm. cry your tears, like I've said, be angry, and then you know when you're done, like let's move on. Let's. I used to one of my deep seated beliefs, because I kept proving it over and over to myself, because same thing kept happening over and over, was um, it was a deep seated belief that I had like a curse against me, mm. or something, something out there didn't want me to be happy something out there but that's projection on something else because you're not looking inward at yourself because maybe at the time possibly you weren't ready to uncover the onion you didn't want to be aware to tap into something in you so it's easy and we all do this to project oh it's somebody else's fault mm-hmm. yeah like i wasn't blaming any humans out there like my parents or whatever but i was definitely like oh i'm just cursed in because love. you're projecting and how many and, yeah, times do we project too. yeah but how many times do we project what we are and who we are and and our emotions on other people all the time all yeah, the time, time. Mm-hmm. and yeah. and not it's not taking responsibility in ourselves i mean you know what i mean yeah to but blame i'm talking about things uh, yeah but i'm talking about things that like i'm just never going to find the right person um, typical this happens again and again it's things that feel out of your mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. but the thing is when you start to change mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you attract you a shift right. the mm-hmm. paradigm mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you will attract what you are asking for, which is yes. the basic bottom line. We have a caller, and hopefully oh, cool. it's not someone who I have to do heavy breathing on. Hello, welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? This is Tanya. What's up? Oh, <laughs> Tanya. Hey, Shake and Bake. How are you? <laughs> Good. Hey, I got a Manny, Petty, Shimmed, and Trey shaved, and uh, you're ditching me tonight. That's awesome. I ditched you because I'm doing a show. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow I can't see you doing a Manny Petty. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. But you have you have fun at the Berlin concert, sweetheart. And and when and uh, say hi to Terry for me, okay? Well, I'm gonna try to get backstage. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I know, like I am. Oh, <laughs> you're using my name like a Platinum American Express. I can't wait. Don't. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. She was supposed to come here tonight with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't make any false moves with Terry Don tonight, okay? Don't make any false You are so f- hey, I love all of you guys. Love so you, too. Love you, you, too. Love you, too. Love you, too. Bye. There's nothing like Tanya. All right. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. Never change. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Tanya. Sorry, Tanya. No, she just calls. She listens to the show, but she never pays attention because she's too high. And then she'll just call in. (laughs) <laughs> For no reason whatsoever, and just like disrupt a train of thought. Maybe but she's cute. I thought she was going to say something about the topic. No, she was not. Okay. Uh, she was. She's upset with me because I ditched her to go to Berlin tonight. Oh, all right. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I've got a show. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Can I go back to what Mara raised? Because I I heard you saying that for your experience, it was feeling like something out there, something bad Mm -hmm. was going to happen. and and Just unlucky, feeling completely unlucky. And what I think contributes to that is that I've I've had to go through my email and clean up. I mean, on Facebook, all these ads about your blocks, your Mm -hmm. blocks to love, your blocks Mm -hmm. to money. Like there's something bamboozling us around every corner that somehow we don't... The internet is the devil. But Mm -hmm. it's also for good. But I think the specific thing 
things to really be mindful. So I've gone through, I used to sign up for all these webinars to Mm -hmm. self-improve and how do I launch a course and write a book. And I got rid of all that bullshit because I'm like, you know, I am my own source. I can like, and I feel so much more calm. I don't feel like the bad shit's going to just come out of nowhere. Like it's kind of helped me take my power back over well because you're listening to your own self yes, above yes. everybody so else that's what out came there to mind when yeah. you were I mean what is every what is what is everyone's what is every when I say the word mindfulness what is what do people think that is what do you think that definition of I think it means being in the present being moment being in the present, present. moment mm-hmm. exactly awareness just awareness of how you're feeling so uh, in touch with your inner vibe exactly and you know what that's another thing vibe and frequency and energy Mm -hmm. that gets thrown around so much by these spiritual quote-unquote people that i don't you know it's fine to sit there and say spirituality or whatever but i don't i think again it's about really awareness understanding you understanding you not me each of us understanding ourselves and tapping into that source um but knowing that we are actually, the, because before I started listening to like Louise Hay, or, and that was a long time ago, but um, I didn't know physics that we actually aren't solid matter. Yeah. I had no idea. And when I found that out, it was so revolutionary to me For because me mm-hmm. it is energetic. Mm-hmm. Everything around us is energy and it made yeah. everything make so yeah. much more yes. sense. Yeah. Quantum know? physics is really interesting. Yes, it is. Oh my God, that. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Quantum Leap. Um, <laughs> that was a great show. I remember that show. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. A long time ago. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. I'm pl- I've got something in my throat, and it's not anything Water. fun. Water okay. for you, honey? I'm not allowed. <laughs> but if you're and choking, think, you are. I think Do the thing, the simplest bottle? form when I'm, like, when I'm having a hard time, the simplest form of the law of attraction for me is the picture in my head that I'm a magnet mm. and that... I'm going to pull stuff to me that I'm thinking about, focusing on, worried for, whatever it is, happy for. But it's, it's, that's how it's coming to me. You know, it's just attaching itself to me. Yes, and also what the law of attraction stresses, and I do agree with this, is that it's not about getting to that. It's not about that journey. It's not about finally I have the car. Finally I have the lover. Finally, <laughs> finally I'm pregnant. It it's again. not. It's not. It's not that. It's it's about enjoying like yes, the, the road. The it like because yep. if think about it, if we just got what we wanted like that, it would feel great. But we wouldn't have all these things to look back on. Look what I went through. Yeah. Look at all this but to that's get the thing. there. It's like, do we still have a caller or did they hang up? They hung okay. It is true because what, even just in life, you know, things that we have struggled for, that we have worked hard for, we appreciate more. Right. And that's, that's like the outer stuff. That's the cars, the jobs. But, you know, think about it from the other way. Very introspective. You know, we keep reading, we practice, we expand ourselves. We should be just as proud for the leaps and bounds that we do for our own self-help and self-worth, but we don't really look at it that way. Society doesn't really give props for that. You know, it's all about your accolades and everything. But but I think society is coming around. I think society is becoming a lot more spiritual and a lot more energy-focused and a lot more conscious about the fact. 10, 20 years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think there's more people coming out about 
like, you know, 20 years ago, you know, what was 20 years ago? I'm not, maybe, let's talk the 70s, 60s, 70s. You had sort of that hippie free love scarily movement. Scarily 40 all years that ago. <laughs> it's okay. really scary. Yeah, I mean, I try not to remember because I wasn't born at that point. But it was like you had that, and that was sort of like the beginning of that sort of grassroots spiritual free love. Let's just experience. Mm-hmm. Let's be. Yes. Let's be. I mean, I know there were key phrases from the 60s, but I don't remember them because mm-hmm. I wasn't around. But... Then the seventies, you know, and then all groovy, of baby. groovy baby, <laughs> make love you no know? more. But you know, but but there was some gas, that, grass, or ass. You, Nobody rides for free. <laughs> <laughs> you did have that certain subculture that was actually addressing those, but you still had that subculture that was still very rigid. Mm-hmm. You know, the eighties was a little crazy, and then you know, AIDS came. And then there was that, you know, and that that put a stop on a lot of things because I think people just shut down. Um, Not just gay people, just in general, you know, and then you had the president that was blamed, the president at the time. Who, Who, Reagan? Yeah, him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know who was that was good, Mara. Well, I, I, was I remember the eighties very well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's but it is, but it's like I think I believe it's so now as what you said, Delisha. We are so much farther ahead because more people are coming out like yourself writing books. More people are going to therapists. Therapists used to be a dirty word back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, people are looking at themselves and saying, "God, you know, I don't want to drink. I don't want to do drugs." And it's not about conquering it in 24 hours or a week. It's that they've already put that in their mind. And people will stumble and fall. But they're on the path of awareness. And we have a caller still? They're gone. They're gone. Call back 323-524-2599. But, and that's the good part. I think just as we're moving forward, I think people are just much more open-minded to things. I also think there's a lot more empathy in this world. Um, as we see in the political forum and what that's breed bred in this society the people who are empathetic the people who are spiritual the people who are idealistic have hope really have peace and not just bullshit really feel it that energy block you know we're all gathering together and coming together and i think i would say in 10 years this society will not be what we know it now i think because so much is out there it will evolve so much more and so much quicker we have to or we might not be here yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. you mean because it's so bad right now politically i think poli- in the world i mean well, if you look at the number of mass shooting shootings alone in 2019 it it was like 386 mass shootings more than days in the year and i think more than we've had in the entire like history of the U.S. in one year. Yeah. So why? Yeah. Well, like and, what's and happening in the world? Because there's more stories about mass shootings all the time because it gets more that clicks. too. Yeah, more clicks on the internet. That's yeah. true. I mean, it, uh, in media just blows everything up. Well, media it now, and it is. It's all about yeah. it's all about clickbait. What mm-hmm. can bring mm-hmm. you to there? I mean, they will turn a tiny little nothing story oh into huge, into story. huge yep. you know make like when it rains in southern california like when a little restaurant uses popeyes for their chicken <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay good. that worked in your that favor good. but oh, so it, didn't popeyes always have that chicken sandwich I'm so confused about no, that. No, they made it, but <laughs> no, that was a huge thing for them. But yeah, it was Kim's let's chicken not, sandwich. But we won't go there. Let's yeah. not go there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go there. But it is. I mean, it is about grounding and centeredness. I mean, um, I'm trying to think. So, uh, I'm trying to put something together, and it's menopausal right now. Um, it really is metaphysical. Metaphysically yeah. menopausal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But besides, like, the law of attraction and Hicks, I mean, where else do you sort of turn to for sort of spiritual guidance and balance? Well, like I shared yesterday on our show, I'm a student in, the, in a, course, a Course in Miracles, and so I love that text, mm -hmm. Miracles Occur Naturally as Expressions of Love, and I notice that when things come up in my life that now the phrases from the Course will pop up, like God goes with me wherever I go, mm -hmm. there is nothing to fear when I start to feel anxious about something, and it helps for me to just kind of ground into those truths, and I meditate daily, I work out. Um, I like cooking. I like I like cooking different things. I, I've learned a lot. Well, you do do art too. Let's right, not, let's not, let's talk about yes. your art. You are really a very talented artist yes, thank as well. You. Thank you, Eve. Has a oh, you have a beautiful piece thank of glass you. that you made. Yeah, glass, I love huh? art. It's it's yeah. you like, like to passionate. blow glass. glass I love to like, cast glass, ca blow glass. I like because it's hot. It's two thousand three hundred degrees. <laughs> There's torches. It's so exciting and physical and <clears throat> wow. demanding. And I've done it for twenty years, so that's a passion. Definitely, it's like my therapy. What but that's her. the thing. We need therapy. That's yeah. the thing. We can in all kinds of forms. It, yeah, exactly. We can't just sit there and just laser bead focus because we're doing ourselves a disservice. Like if we have an issue or a problem, whether it's at work, whether it's personal, mm -hmm. you know, what I find with me is I tend to sort of sit and like just I can't get it out of cogitate. my head. Cogitate. Cogitate nice on word. it. Cogitate. Cogitate. Word. New awesome word. word. So I mean, you sit there and you do it, and it's like you know. And I unfortunately am like the weird like. There's, I, I overanalyze, mm -hmm. and I try to come up with every single solution. And, and it, I have to sit there and go, you know what? No, it's not my job to analyze what the situation is. Now, I, look, I still don't do it, but at least I can say there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't around. I just have to just accept what is in the now. What's the past was the past. Mm -hmm. You know, what the future is something like a fantasy you dream about and want that, especially if it's positive. But you really sort of have to sit here and go, okay, I am sitting here right now doing my Between Sheets show with yeah. these amazing women yeah. that is so inspiring to me because you all do inspire me in a lot of ways. And I am thankful for this moment at 7.58 p.m. I but mean, this is your passion, so it's kind of like your therapy. Yeah, it absolutely know, is like, my therapy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I just, I learned from all of you. I mean, granted, I'm like the ringleader, and I'll throw things out, but I learned so much from each and every one of you. And if I don't thank you enough... Thank you now. <laughs> you do thank us a lot. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, I made two sets of soup today. Oh, you did? Two different soups. Which kind? Okay. Well, I mean, I made a, a green soup and a chunky soup. But I was just saying, I was cooking. Well, they sound yeah. so appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and a chunky one. Soup is definitely one of my specialties. <laughs> but um, I, uh, cooking is a wonderful way to just lose yourself. It in is. Something. Yeah, cooking's it really is. good. I think, and, and you have also, an amazing kitchen to cook it. I, oh, I know. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. lovely. And this morning I went for a walk and I was cogitating. And so I just, I turned on my phone and I have um, my music teacher has a sort of warm-up session and it really was great because it just brought me straight into that hmm yeah well, I had to just think about what she was saying and do it again. and I forgot mm -hmm. what I was all the worry and I just kept walking and it was really good I mean one of the most things that I know Kim and I have sh are sharing this right now mm -hmm. is um we're part of we're hiking now and there is nothing 
more amazing. And it's t and it can be tough for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a hiker. But I enjoy it so much. And then a friend of mine and I went hiking a about a month back. And as we were walking, you know, I like to talk. No shit, right? I'm like talking, talking. And it's like, <laughs> shut up, Pan. You know, just like look at the beauty. Look at the majestic of these mountains. Listen to the quiet. And, um, and then she ended up putting Ram Dass on. Mm. Um, and... It's it just like one of his um, his interviews or, or whatever, one of his classes. And to literally sit there without talking with me. And that's and just, tough. That's tough. Mm -hmm. And just really focusing on the walk, mm. the breathing, because she taught me how to breathe, because I was like hyperventilating. Is this you? No, no. another friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, talking how to breathe and just really taking that beautiful air in and just feeling that, just literally feeling that air coming in of purity going through every pore of my body and the exhaling and seeing mm -hmm. nature and listening to Ram Das, mm -hmm. And then, you know, before she know it, she goes, okay, we're at mile one. Whoa, you know what I mean? Uh, mile two. And then by the time we got to mile three, I was like, that was like the perch and we ended up talking and just chilling. But I was like, let's go more. And of course I didn't. but. It was really amazing to seriously, that was one of the first times probably in a long time that I actually felt present. Well, nature is really, really powerful in facilitating that. Yeah. And I think that's what I found through that's uh, yoga, and I never, oh, yeah. I never meant well, to go to yoga. yoga. Like it's it. hot yoga. It is hot yoga, but I never meant to go like it. Right? I was like, <laughs> I was just like, my net downstairs neighbor does it, and I'm like, okay, I'll go with you. But it it made me present in a way mm -hmm. that I haven't been present in a really long time. Because, because I just have breath. to go right. go back to hiking for two seconds because yeah. I have a super super proud mom moment. My 20-year-old son, who just turned 20 on the 19th, is going on March 11th to hike the entire Pacific Crest Trail wow. from Mexico to Canada. Whoa. I'm like, yeah, you go, boy. And that's he's going to awesome. do it in five months. So I'm like, wow. yeah, go, CJ. Oh, but seriously, so that's what I'm saying. Like, nature, being in nature mm -hmm. is amazing. Going mm -hmm. camping, I don't camp. But if there's, like, an RV, I'm camping. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I'm Jewish? Camping. Same. Close. Italians. Jews don't camp. Yeah. Italians. <laughs> Italians don't camp either, as long as there's an RV close by. And um, some pasta. And, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it is, it's just so beautiful to get out and the walking on the beach is amazing. It's I just love, but then I realize at 56, I mean, I'm just rediscovering things that I used to love before I got into the rat race. Meaning, mm -hmm. when I first moved to California, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. I was just here going to law school. Didn't really make any friends because I didn't really like anybody for a moment because I, like I was like, I don't like these people. But what I would do literally is whenever I wanted to find peace and solace, and I lived in WeHo at the time, I would get in my car and drive to Malibu. Mm -hmm. yeah. Any hour. If I got up at 1 o'clock in the morning and I was restless, I'd just drive to Malibu. Hmm. Um, and I would sit sort of on the road, it was dark. I mean, you know, I'd put the sunroof open, I'd have the, I would literally just sit there and just hear the waves crash and just hear the silence and just smell mm. the, the, the ocean air. Mm. And at one, two o'clock in the morning, Malibu, maybe not now, but at the time in 1986, was, was dead. <laughs> you know, nobody went to Malibu, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I would just sit there and just sit in silence, mm. but it just recharged me so much. And then you get caught up in the rat race. Mm -hmm. You get caught up in a 
in crazy relationships in relationships that repeat the same fucking pattern over and over but you go back to it mm-hmm. you know and 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 work and this and you don't you get so like you were saying you coming to LA it's a whole mindset you have to really rejigger yourself to and don't lose those self-care practices no Kay. but you do i mean i did well, you sure, don't you have to though like you, mm-hmm. you can have intention to well, go to malibu understood. i'm sure you do Which, i think one really important thing about malibu that maybe some people don't realize is the reason probably why it was so healing for you is that it is the ocean. I love so the ocean. Just the I, ocean in itself. Look, mm-hmm. I, if I, I mean, I will. I mean, I am manifesting this. I will buy a home on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I will do that. I don't care if I, I don't care where I get the money from and I'm not. Yeah. Because now I look pretty hot. I can actually get some money as an escort. But I just won't do it that way. <laughs> the um, thing about the universe is you don't have to worry about yeah, where the money's yeah, coming from. Take care of how. I, It'll just happen. In one year, I will have my house on the beach. And because that is where I am in tune with myself. Mm-hmm. That is where I find my peace. Mm-hmm. And that's why you went to Malibu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I go to the beach all the time. I try and go to the beach as much as I can. And then the hiking thing, which I'm surprised I'm actually enjoying. I mean, Eve yeah. also joins us on the hikes yeah, as well. I She's do. part I'm of the hiking. Hiking's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eve, I've seen pictures of your gorgeous house, you know. Thank you. Um, yes. it, it, so, did you want to ask or talk you about could. that? Well, yeah, um, let's I do. just... It, how, first of all, the where everybody gathers to see the the music or the entertainment, from what I remember in pictures, it's it's like looks like it's a backyard that's pretty much carved into the mountain. I mean, I don't know. It's a hillside. Yeah, a hillside. Uh, uh, down at the street level, have a three car garage and a mm-hmm. little unit above that, the mm-hmm. guest house, and then in between that and my house is eighty three steps up from the street. Mm-hmm. I built mm-hmm. a I built a stage. Yeah, and so there looks there really areas. intimate and, and nice. Something, I know, does everyone know that you're an architect? No. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Yeah. Yes. So you well, designed it. I did. Mm-hmm. And so in my spare time, <laughs> I, I did hire a crew to start building the retaining walls. And then um, they broke me. <laughs> <laughs> I decided, you know what, I'm going to continue to build. And I did. So I bet the acoustics is just amazing. The, the hillside's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I've only had two outdoor concerts because of weather. I've mm-hmm. had to bring them all inside the rest. Oh, so. oh I know. The weather here is awful. It's awful. Ah! Unpredictable. <laughs> the two times it rains. It's so funny. It sprinkles in California. It's like, oh, it's oh, yeah. raining. Well, I know, but when you have electrical uh, equipment, it's not that smart. Yeah. We, yeah. Still, we have a caller. It's not covered. Kurt, okay. Hi, this is Gayanne. How are you? Welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? It's Shane. Hi, hey, Shane. 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 How are you, Shane? Perfect timing, because we're on Eve. Yes. Oh. She, she's kind of blushing, but her place, Windsor Plaza Presents, is in a natural wildlife habitat that she's created. And if you look it up, there's three principles of it, and she embodies all of those principles. But I wanted to call in and say I've lis- I've listened to the whole show and the whole laws of attractions and all that stuff and and the and the astrology and numerology whatever um, not whatever but Lisa great I love your Thank I you. can't wait to read your book Thank you Shane and then Eve but tomorrow Sophie B Hawkins is going to be on Windsor Plaza That's and true Yes She's going to be there and what's great is her my favorite song is As Laid Me Down mm-hmm. and just if I can say it real quick heard that my favorite li- lyrics it felt like springtime on this february morning how perfect in the courtyard birds were singing your praise on windsor plaza 
I'm still recalling things you said to make me feel all right. I carried them with me today. I wonder why I feel so high, though I'm not above the sorrow, heavy-hearted, till you call my name, and it sounds like church bells or the whistle of a train. On a summer evening, I'll run to meet you, barefoot, barely breathing. As I lay down to sleep, this I pray, that you will hold me dear, though I'm far away. I'll whisper your name in the sky, and I will wake up happy. It's just so oh, perfectly brilliant so for beautiful. tomorrow. Oh, and, hey, Shane. And what Eve has created and everyone pitching in and doing such things. So when you talk of laws of attraction, there's so many levels and depths of it. And yes. it's not just about it's not about just being lovers or or connected that way. It's really it's about spiritual emotional draws to people yeah, and beautiful. Eve has that connection with so many people and and I'm so glad she grabbed me and all of you I could tell you a little story about each one of you although I don't know two of you but Cara is a Cara 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 you could read the alphabet to me and I'd be <laughs> yours <laughs> sweetheart so anytime but this, I will charge with that, with that one more quote just because you know we need to pitch the show tomorrow damn wish I was your lover oh, yeah. I'll rock you till the daylight comes Make sure you're smiling and warm. I'm everything tonight. I'll be your mother. I'll do such things to ease your pain, free your mind, and you won't be ashamed. So, everybody, I hope you have a great evening. I've loved the show. It's just brilliant. I love you, Eve. I love you, Lisa. Thank you. I love you, too. Um, Kim. You know, Mara. I mean, Kara. And I'm sorry. Delisha. Delisha. And I'll meet you one day, but I called in just because I've been, I just love the show, and I, and I really, everything you guys do really opens up, but the, the whole law of attraction things, I could go on for hours with it, but just note that people come into your lives for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't take them for granted, mm-hmm. one. Two, don't let them take advantage of you. But at the same time, you can learn from each other, and whatever brings you together, whether it's the stars, the moon, or any light, as long as you have, we have each other, we'll make it through everything. So in this next year, we're going to need each other a lot. So yes, we will. Hopefully, yeah. laws of attraction will save us through it all. So I'm done. I'll shut up. Hey, Shane, 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 it's Gay Ann. Yeah. Hey. Hey, damn, I wish I was your lover. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I posted, uh, it would come tomorrow, I posted twice now. There's a link there. There's still a couple tickets I'm left. coming. I'm coming. I'm actually coming early We're to help you there. set We're up. We're all there. Yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right, I love you, Thank Shane. You, Shane. Thanks love for you, calling Shane. in. Thanks for supporting right. the show. Have a good night, all. Good Bye, night, Shane. honey. Thank you. Oh, darling. That was so, so beautiful. Sweet. I want Shane I for my beautiful. emergency preparedness Every kit. woman wants <laughs> Shane. Every lady wants Shane. It doesn't matter. great friend. He is an amazing beautiful selfless yeah. person yeah mm-hmm. we love shane we love shane he's, he's shane. our lesbro he's our lesbro absolutely yes, <laughs> so wow shane got me all you know, I, <laughs> I love what shane brought up about the law of attraction it's really the universe how deeply in love the universe is with us mm. and beautiful. wanting to express that through us so i really mm-hmm. appreciate him bringing that perspective up that beyond the things and the experiences it's really truly about how loved we are and to really tap into that and then share it but others. isn't it important i mean really the core of everything really stems out of love mm-hmm. yeah. of ourselves yeah. of ourselves of loving ourselves i mean that's this but also once we love ourselves we have the capability to love others Correct. <clears throat> and there's kindness and compassion and i think 
you know, we all struggle through life. And, and this is a rat race. What we're doing is a rat race. And it's just keeping our head above water. It's always smiling, always seeing the positive side of things, even when it doesn't. It's seeing someone who doesn't have a smile or a friend and sitting there and saying, what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. Taking their hand, let me guide you through this. It's really love and taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I think we all do need to take care of each other. I'm not talking codependency, okay? Yeah. That's, that's weird. But I mean, <laughs> it's, and we've all been there. I mean, I've been codependent, I'm mm -hmm. not codependent, but it's, because we worked on it, I've worked on it. And it really is about having enough strength in you and loving yourself and believing in yourself and then you know as, as they say on that stupid Facebook fixing each other's crowns you know not talking shit about each other you know not looking for the negativity of other people or or judging because who the hell are we to judge others but we that goes back to the law of attraction because if that's what we're doing we're getting judged. You know what I mean? Well, you're clearly focusing on what you don't want. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but now we're on laws of attraction. Now we're going to shift to something like karmic soulmates. Ooh. Okay? <clears throat> so soulmates. There are many types of soulmates. But there, um, there's, you know, there's uh, psychic soulmates. There's karmic soulmates. But on the fact of, like, karmic soulmates, you're meant to be in each other's life. But it's... It's sort of you're learning karma over time and sort of healing yourself through, but it is sort of toxicity. And that happens mm. with friends. It's not only lovers, it's friends sure. and lovers and people and bosses and stuff. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> if you're in these situations where you're putting out love, <clears throat> but then again, this is another train of thought of spirituality. It's soulmates, mm -hmm. which I don't think laws of attraction deal with soulmates, if I'm not correct. I think it's two different things, correct? I'm not sure. <clears throat> well, okay. let's just keep going with your <clears throat> All right, train so my train of thought, thought is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. here you are, you know, putting out all this, I want to find the right person. I want someone that's healthy. And then all of a sudden, your karmic soulmate comes in, and oh. that's not so cool. Mm. So you're actually putting something out. So are you putting <laughs> something out, but this person's coming back because it's something, it's a contract that needs to be healed. So therefore, you're attracting them back in your life so you can heal that. Mm, maybe. Well, I don't know. I know it's a little esoteric. Karmic. Sorry, I don't know I why I went on that I read that book. Um, I read that book called um, Radical Self-Forgiveness. Mm. And it was basically, in a nutshell, it's trying to let it look at things as you have already made contracts with people before you have met them. And whether whatever the interaction may be, you have both agreed to it ahead of time so that you can, um, I don't know, uh, uh, actualize your why you're here. Mm -hmm. So do you find well, each other? So it's like finding each other. But Marianne Williamson talks about know. that at length, and I think she yeah. says it really well. Like, those people get placed in our lives to heal us. Mm -hmm. But then what yeah. do they get from it? Are they being healed as May well? Maybe. If they're on their own journey, yeah. who's to yeah. say? But okay. So why don't you tell, what's more, what is karmic soulmates as opposed to soulmates? Hold on, we have a caller. Oh. Still there? Yeah. Okay. Hi, it's Gayanne. Welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? This would be Deb, Gayanne. <laughs> Deb Rosenberg, how Hi, are Deb. you? Well, hello, Deb. I'm good. I've been I've been listening in, and the reception's not perfect. And but this is the perfect for time for so you to in call. A, in a new area now of conversation. I want to know if I can go back a half a step to an earlier conversation go. with Lisa. Go go go. It's okay. Yeah, go. So I'm. 
Lisa, with your book, the, the, there's 12 different ideals for each, each astrological, astrological sign. I was having a thought that for those that may be attracting uh, people, places, things into their life that are less appealing than they want, and they're a bit resistant into looking into what it is that might be creating that, would you say that as they look into, for example, the Virgo, look at what is the fragile point for Virgo or what is it that needs to be healed, might that help them go deeper into what it is that is a block for them so they can unblock and be it Virgo or Leo or Sagittarius, it doesn't matter. Would that be a starting point for those that are a bit resistant to healing? You know, I think for in my experience, people that have a resistance to healing, um, there's a lot of fear going on for them and also not buying in that that it's going to be helpful to maybe open that Pandora's box, mm-hmm. that it feels like it would be too much trouble. And so I think anyone reading my book or any other self-help book, that it's really for them to take what resonates and just kind of leave the rest because there's so much material out here to choose from. And so I hope my book would speak to, I have a section about inclusion. You know, my book really, I wanted to be sensitive to all people and their language and how they even conceptualize God, spirituality, knowing that I work with a lot of academics and university professors in my practice that subscribe to more intellectual type conceptualizations. And and so I just tried to include as much as I could, just everyone's belief and respecting our differences and, and hoping that the conversation is healing for whoever interacts with my book. And I don't know, Deb, if that's addressing your question for somebody that might be resistant you know, like if they're resistant, sometimes we need to not delve into those deeper issues until we have stability and self-care mechanisms in place, or it could be more debilitating mm-hmm. to the person. So sometimes if we're resisting change or healing, that's okay. Um, again, depending, you know, but, and is this resonating with you, Deb? Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect because what you're doing is you're addressing the clinical, you're addressing the spiritual. You're addressing those that are resistant and those that are already in practice and are wanting more from their practice. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. That's beautiful. And I'd also like to give a little shout out here also. For all the women that are there doing what they're doing, Eve is in her passion with Windsor Plaza. Music is the passion and it's a format to express artistically and bring others in. When you're there, it's all about love. And you feel it. Everyone that is there, there's no drama. There's joy. There's absolute joy. And Lisa, I'm watching you do what you do with your art and with your book. It's amazing. Gay Ann, you're providing this forum. So thank you, ladies, for presenting to all of us what the example is about living your life in passion. So thank you, thank you. I've enjoyed being on the show with you just now. Thanks, Deb. Hey, hey, Deb, we do have to get you around this table at some point. I have a feeling. Would be a good idea. I know. I would love that. Thank you. I love you. Love you. Love you, Deb. Thank you. Great show. Love you too. Thank you. Well, I told you an hour and a half would go by fast. It's eight (laughs) nineteen already. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Can I just say one more thing about my my concert? The thing about my concert is I pair each concert with a benefit. So Ah. that so not only do we get to come together with the culture and the music, the food. 
the camaraderie, all of the friend, the friendship. But we also synthesize it well. We we support the artists who are performing for us, for one thing. But we also then bring in the nonprofit corporation. And each concert has a different benefit. Nice. And um, they come and present the benefit. And so I, I just feel like it's... Um, and what's tomorrow's benefit? Tomorrow's benefit is for the Hollywood Sunset Free Clinic. Oh, That's great. great. That's and fantastic. we're going to help them do a little drive for TB test kits. Wonderful. Yeah. Because apparently, if you're houseless, mm -hmm. you need to pass a TB test in order to get into housing. Oh, oh I didn't know that. If mm -hmm. they don't have the money to get a TB test, mm -hmm. well, so the Sunset Free Clinic is providing that. That's so nice. we're going to give them $500. Wonderful. Just off the top, that'll buy 50 test kits. 50 people can get off the street now That's and go into housing if they pass the test. So are you going to have like a sign up? Are they going to have like where people can write checks tomorrow? Or how how, how are you going to like, how is this going to work tomorrow at the party? Uh, it's always a little bit of a mystery to me how everything <laughs> comes together. I, we have Jenny McNulty, our MC, who shepherds us through the entire process. It's so much fun. Um, but well, you we know, Jenny's her. part of the show. We love her. Yes. Yes. Jenny's most fantastic. And so she always, I just kind of let the show go. I kind of say, we have this opener, we have uh, this nonprofit, uh, our headliner goes on at that time, and she does everything. She's Do you have an fantastic. opening band tomorrow, or is it just Jenny and Sophie? We have Diana Yanez is her last name. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, though. But she's going to be doing a little bit of comedy for us beforehand. Oh, wonderful. We're having the executive director of the Hollywood Sunset Free Clinic come and present for us as oh, well. Nice. That's amazing. Teresa and how many Padua. seats do you have? Or is it, uh, is it in the round? Or Now, or because it? it's inside now, Okay. Um, we have a fairly large room. Um, and we're, we have a bunch of seats in that room now. Did you have a stage in there, too? There is a portion of the room that backs this most incredible view of Los wow. Angeles. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Wow. It will be fun. Well, I just want to say thank you for the Thanks environment, for the love. On. No, no, for what you provide to all of us. I always have a blast <coughs> there. It's just, it is, and, and like what Deb said, it really is love. It, it really is, is this, this circle of love and it has my heart because it's music, and that's I what know, that's it's what the best. it's the best ever. Yeah. So I just want to thank you for coming thank on. You. I'll will be there early tomorrow to help. Um, <laughs> I want to say thank you to a f another friend of mine, Lisa Tahir. Um, her book on Amazon, The Chiron Effect: Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self Forgiveness. Um, this was just a little sample of what the book is. I encourage you, each and every one of you to purchase it. Um, it's on, it has a discount now, right? Is it? Yes, it's just $16 available for pre-sale. And, and where can people find you? <coughs> give up, give everything now. Give everything where they can First, find you. First, actually, I want to jump in about Eve. I was really excited to hear that you were the guest with me tonight because oh, you're someone sweet. I've met more recently in Los Angeles and just your energy is beautiful. Oh, you bought you. my art and just seeing how much you're loved and respected, I just feel really honored to know you and be ah, on the show me tonight. Too. So I'm just you. really grateful to Thank know you. you. Yes. And Aww. so for my website, it's NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy.com. NolaTherapy.com. And your show? Oh, All Things Therapy <laughs> on LA Talk Radio. Wait, there's that's, more. Wait, there's, <laughs> that's all on NolaTherapy.com. I launched a new website recently that has everything under that one spot. Okay, wonderful. And thank, thank you. you for having me on, no, I And I love you. these women here. I'm Aww. great. So happy. It's such a family. Like, I feel the love. It's different watching y'all. 
you know, it, which is humorous and great. But being here, there's such a vibe, uh, a vibration of love and just that we, you can all we can all express ourselves. Thank you for this. No, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm glad. Welcome to yeah. Between the Sheets. Thank you. And you can yeah. come in between the sheets with us anytime. <laughs> um, Delisha, tell everybody what's going on with you really quick. What, where can they find you? Don't, I, don't, They don't. can find me on uh, whatthehealth.net. And really quick, what is that again? Quick, quick, quick. Uh, it is a website that I started because the health system in this country is just unbelievable and it's about my journey and my trials and tribulations. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having week. me. Mara Shane. Well, um, I guess you could find me on Facebook as Mara Shane. Um, I'm working on getting a website up for my art and all of that and my web series again. And then if people yes. want to contact you to do art and stuff, is every, is the number everything on the page, the email? Uh, well, yeah. In fact, I have a Facebook page for it. It's called uh, Custom Designs by Mara Shane. And are you bringing back the web series that you yes, had? Yes, I am. I'm really excited Why to shoot that again. Why don't you tell us about that, honey? Um, well, it's kind of a spoof on uh, reality TV, and um, it's called Kvetching with the Katzenbergs. It's kind of related <laughs> in this Jewish sort of, yid not Yiddish, but Jiddish. 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 Jewish Yiddish. Jiddish. It's basically <laughs> making fun, poking fun at um, the Kardashian-esque type of reality show where I play Crystal Katzenberg and um, everybody's kind of like delusional and and it's a mockumentary. Oh, how fun! Thank you, yeah. thank you, Cara Noble. What are you up to? Oh, I'm on Facebook. I, I invented a word today. When you're telling somebody off and you're really pissed off, you give them a diabolicking. A diabolicking, fucking diabolicking. And Kimberly Sanchez, what are you manifesting in oh your life? Oh my God, I'm just boring right now, y'all. I'm working. I'm working. I'm doing it's a good. test kitchen. Uh, we've got a, a couple Ooh. of test cards out and about, and hopefully that'll go and we will be everywhere. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> off the wagon. Is that what it's called? We'll all, we'll all be off the wagon. Is that, no, that's not what it's called. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a great <laughs> name. That's great. I love, it. That's great. That's I love great. it. I love really it. Really good. Oh my God, yes, that's, that's perfect. Oh, I that's love great. that name. Just for personal reasons. <laughs> anyway, everyone, thank you so much. Thank you, Kurt, for manning the boards and everything thank for us. Thank you, Kurt. Appreciate thank your you. energy thank here you, and being so amazingly professional. Thank you. Um, I'm Gayan. Um, I've been doing this since 2009, and every year, every time, every show gets better and better. Um, I am so grateful to everyone at this table always. I am the sum of all parts, or the sum of all parts is me, whatever the hell that means. I know it means impo it's important if I knew what I'm saying. Um, but I just want to thank you guys out there um, for continuing to support all of us on our journey and having us take the journey with you. I really so do appreciate all your emails, all your texting, everything that you're a piece of us. And I appreciate you because seriously, we do it for you guys. We're also benefiting from it. So it's all us on our journey. No gossip, no bullshit, no negativity. It really is all about peace and love and moving into the future, especially with the election. Um, go out and vote. I mean, go out and vote. I know that you know, we're going to sit there and watch the debates and who's the best Democratic candidate. You know, look, if you all think they suck, it doesn't matter. Vote blue. No matter who, vote blue. Because we need to have a voice and we need to take back this country and bring it back to center. Otherwise, there won't be freedom at all anymore. 
So I love you. Thank you. We're here the first and third Friday of every month. Check the website. Check between the seats, between the sheets, mm-hmm. podcast page for other guests coming up because I don't remember, but I am booked through <laughs> April <laughs> and I'm being extremely honest, but we've got some amazing guests coming in the future. Please have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I'm talking like Waja Wabbit. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Love her. Um, and as always, go with peace and love in your heart and namaste. Thank you.